And now, to the millions and millions of listeners and viewers all across the world, it's the That's Not Christian Podcast. <laughs> Let's go. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Switch. I'm here with your man, Jimmy. I'm here with your what man, up? I'm here with your man, Ant. And we got our very, very special guest, Ruslo. Yo. I just dropped myself a bomb, but y'all can't hear it. What's hear going it, on, man? What's up, fellas? Yeah, it's a pleasure to well, have good. you on the show, man. Man, I'm glad to be here. I've been keeping up with you guys for a little bit, and so I'm Appreciate excited that. to uh, to be here. Yes, sir. That's what's up, man. So listen, man, what's going on with uh, Lecrae? I heard, uh, I heard him on, um, what was it? Uh, what's the name uh, of that gentleman? Van... Van, Lathan, Van, Van Lathan, Lathan, right? He was on learning, and he yeah. had said something about Kirk, uh, Charlie Kirk, and basically was saying that, um, you know, that his comments uh, reminded him of suprem- white supremacy, and and um, he he doesn't understand how people, you know, who say those kind of things, how they feel like, you know, the undertone of of white supremacy. Um, what did you guys feel about that? That whole. Does someone have the actual quote, the exact quote? Because I didn't see the clip. But does someone, does someone have the the quote handy so we can actually know what? Yeah, um, we could. Well, Lecrae said. Wanna go, yeah, y'all want to go on the um? Look up, Jim. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I never got into a real rap beef beef before, so I always wanted somebody to be like, "Yo, tell me about so and I could be like, "Who? Who that?" <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, <laughs> no, I like that. Man. I like that. <laughs> uh, but I, I just say this, you know, you. I don't think people see the amount of racist rhetoric that comes out their mouth when they try to cancel. You know what I'm saying? Like you represent one of the largest majority white institutions and organizations out there. And you're saying, don't invite this black man into another church again. Like that's so, all the white supremacy wrapped up in that is crazy that they don't right. even see it. Like that's mm-hmm. wild to me. But then even on a spiritual level, it's like, bro, who are you? You can't cancel God's plans. If God want to use me, he going to use me. What you? What are you talking about? You know what mm. I mean? Like, you can't stop the hand of God. Like, if God don't want to use me, then cool. But if he do, he do. And uh, and then I guess more, more than anything, for me, I don't believe either. It, first of all, it's sad that you so connect the church to a political party that a person who votes opposite of you or you or you perceive that they voted opposite of you is now some sort of heretic or some sort of like the Antichrist. That's crazy to me. 86% of black people vote progressive. You know what I'm saying? And, or no, I'm sorry, 96% of black people vote progressive. 86% of white people vote conservative. That's just America. You know what I mean? So what it tells me is you haven't done the research to understand why black people vote in the way they do. Mm-hmm. And, and you've taken this higher moral ground as it pertains to pro-life as if, you know, babies in a womb are are more important than than Tamir Rice outside the womb. You know what I mean? Right. Like you 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 got the higher moral ground. How about we care about it all and right. we're making decisions in the midst of everything going on that we feel like best suit our situation in our in our circumstances. That what y'all think? <laughs> oh man. Um, I was, I mean, I was rocking with him when he came, when it came to the, 
uh, well, actually, I wasn't rocking with him when he was saying that the undertone of white supremacy. Um, I mean, I think that's a that's a little forward to him or or, or something to make to make that assumption of of the gentleman that has said that because it's like, who are yeah. you to say that he's racist? You know what I mean? <laughs> he Over those comments, card. like you pulled the race card because. It, 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 you know, and I ain't agree with Charlie Kirk when he had mentioned that we should ban Lecrae from um, churches. from from churches coming to churches and performing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like this wasn't the response that we needed from him. You know what I mean? Hmm. Um, and then also when he came and he said, um, uh, when he talked about out being outside the womb, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I understand that, but at the same time, abortion, right? Is something that these these um, these babies don't have an option, right? It's it's the person who who's carrying the baby that has the option to kill them and murder them. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not like the baby has the option to you know because they start getting into premarital sex and things like that. It's like well, these babies don't have an option. It is murder at the end of the day, no matter how we look how we view it. So. That's I mean, but, 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 but so is Tamir Rice. Like Tamir Rice didn't have that. an option. Right. Like, he yeah. was out there with a with a toy gun, and the cop rode up on him and blasted him like it was a drive by shooting. Like yeah. quick, like in less than five. And the seconds. church was yeah, and the church was quiet on that. The white evangelical right. church was quiet on that. So, and even even this this pastor uh, James Cadis or Cadis, however you pronounce that, from um, from Calvary Chapel, um, he didn't address that at all. You know what I'm saying? He 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 started talking about uh uh people who get shot with guns by police, people who oh, that don't, was the you know, no statistics. That was a gentleman that that was speaking on the whole situation with Lecrae as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he went on a rant and he was he was defending he was defending Charlie Kirk. Um but he didn't even address the Tamir Rice situation which Lecrae was, you know, mentioning here. Um he just went on a rant about, you know, police brutality and how small the number is of people who 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 get shot but never really addressing that specific issue. You know, he just kind of just glossed right over it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think uh these things are more real to people who experience them. Is this thing cutting out on me? Um so so for so, someone like me, like I've been to like I don't know, eight funerals two of them were of unarmed black men, young black men killed by police, you know? So it, so just me and my context, 25% of the funerals I've been to have been be unarmed black men killed by police, no weapons, you know right. what I'm saying? And so that becomes more real to a uh, Tamir Rice can become more real than, than to someone maybe that's coming from a different context. Now that's my, that's my experience. I could imagine someone that, you know, is grew up in a predominantly black area and, and all black friends, family, uncles, grandfathers. Right. So, yeah, it's not going to be a priority for someone who isn't they're not going to feel it the same way. Right. They're not going to understand. However, that shouldn't get in the way of them at least understanding or making attempts to understand. I think that's the frustrating part with all of these. And I'm not even sure why Charlie Kirk has a platform like like why is he important and why is he in right. churches like i'm right. i googled him and it's just this is all maga far right conservative yeah. stuff yeah yeah like, yeah. <laughs> yeah like why so he was an executive and like there's nothing about him that says he's an authority on anything faith related 
right? So we're propping up a conservative talking head and putting him into a position of influence spiritually. This is a big mistake of a lot of neo-evangelical churches right now. Is this Whether it's Brandon Tatum, Bryson Gray, whoever, we're putting people who are you know, we don't know how long he's been walking with Jesus, if he's walking with Jesus, or right, if it's right. the nationalistic, I'm Christian because I'm American faith, right? So again, right. I don't know anything about Charlie Kirk. So he's being brought up on the platform at his church, at this church, uh, and then given the right to speak about someone who, I, I mean, I disagree with Lecrae on a number of things, but Lecrae has a fairly reasonable track record in terms of his theology, right? Consistently being of solid theology for 20, 15 years he's been around the community right in christian music right. um so i just think that's really interesting that, they, that, that that this dude's getting a platform i think in terms of the white supremacy comment i would say it depends how we define white supremacy right if white supremacy is exclusively white crosses i mean uh crosses being burnt in front of you and you know overt racist rhetoric well yeah obviously what he said wasn't racist or did not have a component of white supremacy, but not everybody defines white supremacy or racism that way. And I think what Lecrae is speaking to is more of like the power, the prejudice plus power structure, right? There's a prejudice against Lecrae by a lot of people in these power, uh, power positions like, like white churches. Right. So I think that's kind of what he's getting at. I, I don't, I wouldn't have said that personally, like, I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not like, well, that's a white because yeah. it's just a convoluted. Right. It's confusing because we're working with two different definitions. Right. We're changing. So one person is saying racism and white supremacy, meaning totally different. So when folks on the right hear white supremacy and racism, they think the Klan. They right. think. Right. Right. They think right, like right, that. Right. Not understanding that white supremacy does not mean that by usually the people who are using that type of language. And, uh, and so, and, and it's tough because like, there was a comment today on my YouTube page and somebody was like, uh, people have to assimilate to American culture and American culture is predominantly white culture. And I'm like, no, 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 no. There is no white culture. White is not a culture. White is not a, white is not culture. Right. Like, and that's where you get into white supremacy. When you start adding culture, like what food is white food? What style of music is white music? Right. What right? There is no white culture. Like, so that's where racism comes into play. Is you're taking something that was that's not even an ethnicity. There's Irish culture, there's right, right. Italian right. culture, there's right, but Armenian culture that right. So I think that's where you get into like you have to conform to the white way yeah. of life if you want to be a red-blooded american like <laughs> no that's nonsense right america is a melting pot what yeah. makes america amazing is that there's all kinds of cultures and we can come together right and but when you start right. saying assimilate to our culture it was like you ain't really got a culture fam like what is your culture like yeah bad potato salad like what is the yeah. what's the culture <laughs> explain to me Yo. the culture right like well, even yeah. country music like you could say country music like even country music is co-opted blues and blues is black music, right? right. Some right. Of the, so what do we, so that's the part where I think it's like, you gotta be, we gotta be careful when we say white culture. And that's why we don't have a white network television. It's where we don't have a white history month because there is no white culture. It's a social structure. Right. Manipulate people. Use to right. hurt people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Jet Digital on, on, on YouTube says, how do you know when and how long someone walks with God if you're not God? Really? 
Oh, I have a relationship. I have a, I have a relationship with Lecrae. I've known Lecrae since 2008. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I know. Like I know Lecrae. Right. I know his wife. I've been around his family. He's met. He's met my wife. He's been in my house. Like because I know Lecrae. Like I. And he's granted he's not perfect, and I don't agree with everything he believes. His like on second some secondary issues, right? Like I wouldn't right. have performed at Warnock's rally personally. I just wouldn't have done right. that. Right. 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 But by and large, like the brother's been consistent i disagree with him on the christian rapper comment like i probably wouldn't have said i mean i did say something similar at one point yeah and so but 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 to say like how do we know well because he's consistently shown proper doctrine and proper belief of who jesus is what the scriptures are the authority of the scriptures and he's been his did i did i meet myself the host has (laughs) yeah you no that was me that was me my bad um, he's trying to cut you off, Russo. Yeah, he's trying to cut me off. He, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> he has he has evidence of of doctrine, and he has evidence of being a man of God, like being married to the same woman for twenty something years. Right. Being right. So I don't know. Like, how do you know? Uh, I don't know because you know people, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. You got I mean, relationships. Are we always going to agree? No, we don't have we to. Don't. Right. Exactly. Right. And it's just and there's nothing wrong with us calling each other out on it, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo. Russell, I don't agree with that. And then, but we could sit here and talk about why we don't agree. And then either we come to a solution or we agree to disagree. Amen. Yeah, man. That's facts. Yeah, that's that's facts. I think, I think um people just been going in on Lecrae ever since he um he got a you know a bit political, you know, and he's been like this lightning rod, you know, where it makes people uncomfortable for him to talk about um you know, these things that concern him within the black community, um, whether it's police brutality or even, you know, uh, uh, his political views. You know? you know what it is? Ruslan, you didn't send him one of your hoodies. <laughs> I'm sure Lecrae don't need none of my hoodies. Uh, whenever I've given him hoodies, he's always, he's always I'm talking about the politically I probably should have sent him a hoodie and been like, hey, man, this is. Stay away from the politics, bro. <laughs> 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 past, li- past life gone on on YouTube says that Cray heard the phrase that's not Christian more than anyone in CHA. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he was getting roasted before he said anything political. Be- to be yeah. fair, okay. there was yeah, Illuminati true. videos about him when he oh, had right. when there was no him at a Black Lives Matter rally. Like so, to, mm. to be totally fair, it, it, it's a toxic uh, view of success we have in the Christian community that at some point you guys are going to become more successful, and then all of a sudden someone will say it's something about your lighting and only half of your eye being revealed. And now you you're a part of the pagan occult. It will happen. It will happen because we have this disgusting view. And I say, and I, and I use that word intentionally disgusting view that a certain to to reach a certain degree of success, one must compromise their faith. And it's just Mm -hmm. utter nonsense. It's it's usually by people who are sitting uh, in their mother's basement in their underwear, typing away, (laughs) never actually done anything. And they think that to get to that level, you have to sell your soul. No, you just have to get up and get out and do something with your life more mm-hmm. than be a troll on the internet and make weird conspiracy theory videos. So I think like that, and that's, that's extremely problematic. And that's he, so he's been getting that forever. And I'm starting to get that by the way, like recently, like as of this week, like you're, why do you have a triangle in this part of oh, your frame? My goodness. Oh yeah. Oh, hey, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, I crack a couple hundred thousand subscribers. I guarantee you 
they're coming for me. They're gonna they're gonna make the goofy videos about me. I promise you, they're gonna wow. find some slow frame where I was talking with my hands and then I did this. You've got some pushback from MAGA as well, right? Like, yeah, man. You got the the uh, what was it, Bryson Gray? Like, you guys had interviewed, and then it was like he was coming at you off off like you're a social justice warrior kind of thing. Yeah, because I don't. You gotta. Okay, this is the thing. You have to be as conservative as them, or you're then dismissed as a liberal, a baby right, killer, right? A Trump, right. A, you know, a, a Trump hater or Biden voter, and um, or like in the comments, like someone's asking me, like if I'm a progressive Christian. No, I'm not a progressive or a New Age Christian, and there's nothing in my content that would point to that. Yeah. If you actually pay attention to my content, so I think that's the part where. If you don't use certain rhetoric, if you're not as anti-democrat as them, if you don't go as hard uh, against a specific issue they deem more deplorable, uh, then you aren't on the right team. And that's yeah. nonsense. Like, since when did historical Christianity become known more by things? Thing that's relatively modern, where. People are like, yo, you have to go hard against this sin or you're not a Christian. Like, <laughs> what? When? Since when? That, that, that doesn't mean we have to compromise our it's truth. And yeah. And, and, and by them, I'm specifically talking about the MAGA cult. Right. That's what I'm talking about. I said 2016. Yeah. I'm talking about the MAGA. I'm not talking about all Trump voters. I'm not talking about all Republicans. Right. I'm not talking about all conservatives. I'm specifically talking about the MAGA cult that is more known by their affiliation for MAGA. When you are known more by MAGA than Christian, when right. you know more by Trumpism than being a follower of Jesus, um, then you are off kilter. And those are the people who have an issue with me. Yeah. Those are the, those are they the people. They have an issue with everybody. It's yeah. all or nothing with them. Indeed, even yeah. even their parents, right? Even their parents, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We uh, we have, we have Ray, Bryson's dad in our comments. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because Jimmy called him a novelty rapper, and he is like, no, 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 no. He was popping before MAGA. <laughs> that's funny. But we were like, we were like, we were like, link too. He sent us a link too. We only know him by from the MAGA stuff. It. We don't really know him for the Christian stuff, the CHH stuff. So. Oh, somebody's wondering why. <laughs> Pull up that comment. I was just wondering because you made a few videos defending Ecclesia. First of all, I didn't make a few videos defending Ecclesia. Um, and Chef, you probably were blocked because you deserved it. Let's just keep it. <laughs> he found his way. He found his way in here. Uh, so, to be, so, so to be specific, I made one video defending Andrew uh, from being attacked for his grotesque appearance and his uh, him looking weird and having an eye. That, I said his doctrine is on, on the table. I mm -hmm. said we could talk about doctrine all day long. That is what right. I actually said. So mm -hmm. I said his doctrine, he's been in error. I've talked to him privately and have addressed him publicly about it. I said, but when you equate doctrine to appearance, that's where Spencer Smith was wrong. And I talked to Spencer Smith about it you know, over the phone privately about it. He wouldn't, he wouldn't come on my channel to talk about it because he knows he's wrong. You can't just lump in appearance and what somebody believes and say, anytime anyone uses an orange contact lens has a triangle or an eyeball in, in their visuals that they are now a pagan. You're equating appearance and that's not good. That's fundamentalism. That's literally Spencer's position. Right. He's a fundamentalist right. that thinks music is evil. Culture is evil. Art is evil. Everything's evil to him. So 
I mean, but, you got you could just go watch the video. I shouldn't have even needed to clarify that. Like you could have yeah. literally just went and watched the video and listened to what I said. Um, we still celebrate birthdays and Christmas and all that stuff, right? Right, right, right. Oh, right. thanks for the clarification. Maybe I should go back and listen again. I could have misconstrued your words. Good stuff. Hey. That's what's up. Redeeming himself. That's what the body's about. You might, you might get on block now. <laughs> Maybe we'll block you. <laughs> yeah, we heard about your block game. Your block game oh, is strong, huh? Matumbo. Matumbo yeah, with Matumbo it, huh? in the paint. Walk <laughs> in my house. You <laughs> get blocked quick, boy. <laughs> he said he said uh michael what? said was gonna say on block <laughs> that's yeah, what, it is what it is yo. so I, i've seen yes. that, that you've been trying to get uh you had made a comment the other day uh tweeting to lecrae like let's get you on the show you've been trying to get him on for a while like what, what's been going on there something Here, growing here's there? the here's the thing it's not in lecrae's best interest to come on my channel because i have enough rapport with him that we're not going to do softball questions Right. Like we're not going to do right. like, let's do the fluffy interview where you get to hit your talking points. Like, <laughs> right. So it, does, it doesn't make sense for him to come on my chair. He doesn't stand a benefit outside of like just doing me a solid. Right. Like he doesn't stand right. a benefit right. from coming on my channel. And it's probably in his best interest not to come on my channel because he knows I'm going to push back. And, and and I'm not going to talk to him like he's this icon who's this god of Christian rap or, you know, this mm -hmm. Messiah-like figure or he's this, right? And so, because I don't talk to him like that in person, right. so it doesn't really make sense for him to come on my channel. Um, and uh, and he said, he, he said he's like, yo, maybe we'll do it at the top of the year. I'm not holding my breath, you know, because we, <laughs> we communicate, but there's, there's, a, there's a difference between like the type of interviews he wants to do and the type of um, message he is curating as he's releasing music and the type of conversations I have, which is like, I'm not, I don't have like filtered curated. We're going to hit these talking points conversations. I'm going to ask him the tough questions, the uncomfortable stuff that he doesn't want to talk about. And if he doesn't want to talk about it, then it's not in his best interest to come on. Right. Cause he, cause, cause the thing with Lecrae is like, I feel like who is extremely refreshing. Like he's, his openness, his transparency, but there's still a degree where he's learning how to fully translate his views publicly mm -hmm. while navigating being the head of a label and a movement. Right. And I'm not talking about anything heretical. I'm not talking about anything um, like off in theology. And so that that is the conversation that like I would want to have a conversation with that Lecrae, like the Lecrae I know. And that doesn't necessarily make sense for him and for where his social media and audience is. It may not make sense for him. So I think um, I think it doesn't make sense for him to come on my platform. Now, if he, if he when he's ready or if he wants to, sure. Right. But I spend a lot of time talking to people I disagree with and uh, and just being very frank in the way I speak. And that, again, that may not make sense for someone like that. You know, like it would be like um, it would be like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good example. It would be like uh, someone like, I don't know, Jeff Durbin coming on my channel on the opposite end of the spectrum, right? Like yeah. I, there's a lot me and Jeff Durbin agree on, but I'm also going to press him and ask him the hard questions, right? right? I, think, I think that would be dope though, because it would make sense, right? Because he's constantly getting attacked because of 
you know, what he says and how he expresses himself or lack of, right? And then he always has to follow back up in another interview mm. explaining what he said before as opposed to, like, dealing with you, knowing how to extract that from him and, or you digging deeper to get a better explanation or get him to clarify what he's saying. Mm. I think so. I agree with you. What's actually in his best interest is to do that on his own platforms. Right. If we're going to be honest, like... Well, he, he kind of was trying to do that with the addressing the abortion, right? Mm-hmm. I and thought he did a good job. Yeah, yeah, I did a great job. Yeah. So that's yeah. the smart move. The smart move is build your own little community or microcosm on YouTube and 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 do it that way instead of coming on someone else's platform. That's actually the way to do it. And that's and I right. think he's smart for that, you know, in, in, in Yo, terms of that. Did Cray ever get that thousand dollars from your man? <laughs> Tyson, <laughs> uh, I always forget his last name. The Tyson guy. James. I don't think so. Tyson James. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, dissed you too, right? Oh, yeah. He got a couple of disses against me. They're, they're <laughs> terrible. They're, they're you mean like songs? Like trash. I thought Bryson Gray wasn't that good. I mean, he's Tyson is not good at all. Like Bryson Gray <laughs> is substantially a much more interesting artist than Tyson. But yeah, uh, Tyson and Bryson. <laughs> yeah, Bryson, 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 Bryson in, in his lane, in his like MAGA trap lane. Like, oh, so. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah. so. But he's hard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, outside of that, I'm like, mm, I'm know. a gun, something, 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 yeah. something, patriot. Uh, but yo, when he did that joint at the MAGA rally, I was like, whoa. Right, right. That right. was hard. Gun toting, yeah. Bible quoting, <laughs> Christian. Yeah, but, yeah gun toting, Bible quoting, from, from patriot. <laughs> so Good. would you spit Would you spit it this back or you just felt like it wasn't nah. worth it? Nah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you thought about like, it. I'm definitely not going back at Tyson. Like, it's just not good enough. Like, it's right. not good enough, right? Like, you got to really, because there's you you can't really say anything about me. Like, what are you gonna say that I haven't already said about myself publicly, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, so with Bryson, uh, I much rather like talk to him. I'm really concerned for him. Like, but like on some like, bro, your safety and your freedom is at is at stake. You know, like more, more so that. Like, I don't really want to make enemies with that dude because i think i think there are like some of those guys on that end are like right on the verge of like doing something wild or saying something wild that could potentially get them in in trouble with the fbi he's already had the fbi called on him several times because wow. it's da- dangerous yeah the stuff to, and he thought i he thought like i gave him a heads up because i got a friend who's in the fbi and, and he hit me up privately and was like listen uh listen like I know you communicate with him a little bit through Instagram. Like you need to tell him to chill because they're watching his YouTube. Like they're watching, they're paying attention. And he's wow. really entering some real dangerous stuff with the stuff he's saying. And, and so I relayed the message and I was just like, Hey man, just be careful, bro. Cause I'm some of the stuff you're saying is kind of wild. And, um, and he kind of brushed it off and was like, Oh, I'm not promoting. What is it called? Uh, seceding. Like, you right. know, we're not promoting. No, no, no. You know, it's, it's not treason. And I'm like, okay, man, well, this is, I'm just passing. I'm just a messenger in this situation. Right. Cause right. I j- like, despite our differences, I don't want any man to go to jail and not be with his family and, or, or be caught up with some federal charges or whatever. And right. so he just kind of dismissed it. And then the next day, he DM me and was like, did you snitch on me? Cause the FBI got called oh, to my man. house wow. and I was like, no, you dummy. I was trying to warn you. <laughs> wow. So I was like, bro, like, no, no, I'm trying to help you. Like, and then he was like, yeah, my neighbor's been calling the FBI on me. People on YouTube been calling the FBI on me. Facebook. Been calling. And I'm like, well, 
stop saying wild stuff. And I think, right. you know, Brandon Turner to uh, Tatum is right in that. Like, whoa, you guys are really saying some dicey stuff that can get you guys in trouble. Um, and again, I don't want to see any man, any man lose their freedom now, what, over what, politics. Like what have, right. you heard, what, what have you heard? That's like been kind of like borderline where it's like, all right, we need to be careful with what, what he's saying. I think when you start saying stuff like we need to go in and take back our country, we need, oh, right. Yeah. When you're saying stuff right. like that, yeah. I think that's very dangerous. Right. Yeah, because yeah. one, like, are you really on that energy? Like, are you, are you fun to be storming the Capitol or doing these attacks? Cause y'all all got guns, like big guns, right. They're yeah. all in, they got big, videos. big guns. videos. Video. <laughs> yeah. So y'all got guns and you're talking like this. And then also like, what point does it get misconstrued and it's not entertainment anymore? And you're not just trying to be like a personality. People are going to take what you say literally and pull up and go storm their local capital or go, you know, grab some snowflake liberals or go to a protest and something escalates. I think that's the part where I'm, I'm just like legitimately like concerned because there is a degree of like treason. Like there is a degree of like, you've now escalated this to, to like being a traitor towards your country because of making statements about, I don't know the legality. I'm not a legal expert, right, but, right, but right. it's there. I don't know where that it, line it could is. Be, it could be viewed that way. It, it could, could definitely be viewed, be that, viewed way. that way. What, what, what do you think regarding, um, you know, the platforms and the quote unquote censorship, because if we live in a free society, a free, uh, free speech, you know, mm -hmm. shouldn't we, shouldn't we be allowed to say what we want to say to, to a certain degree without being censored? Yes. And no, yes. You have the freedom of expression. Yes. You have the freedom of religion. Yes. You have all these freedoms. No, in the sense that there, there's still limitations to freedom of speech, right? Like you can't yell fire in a crowded building. You can't mm -hmm. yell bomb on an airplane. There, there are mm -hmm. certain things you can't do. And that actually goes back to a lot of people don't know this. With the first, uh, this, when the Spanish flu hit, we were in the middle of a world war, World War One. Right. People don't mm -hmm. know this. And what they did is and they, they wanted everybody focused and unified on fighting the world war that they downplayed the Spanish flu and how deadly it really was and how many people died. A lot of people died from the Spanish flu, way worse than what's happening now. Right. So they created laws actually limiting people's ability to call out the dangers of the Spanish flu and then punish some of this. Like there was a Senator, I think that did 10 years in prison for saying like speaking wow. out and saying, wow, this is dangerous. Right. I did a video on it. Um, so the, some of these laws and, and it was under the statue of like, well, no, you can't just say anything you want because we still maintain some degree of order. So you can't yell bomb in a, in a, in an airport Well, they didn't have airports back then. It was, it was fire. You can't yell fire in a crowded building. That's like a legal thing. So I think that's where the line goes. So if you are then in a position of power in a position of influence, you're perpetuating stuff that can potentially cause people to go and do violence, hurt people. Um, it, it crosses that line of um, freedom of speech, right? Freedom of expression. I think that's a little different, right? I, th I think that's a little different than like, 
hey, we're going to preach the Bible and I'm doing a verse by verse Bible study on my YouTube channel. And when it gets to Romans one, Ruslan's not backing down from the LGBTQ question. I'm going to preach it just the way it reads. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Am I going to get censored for that? I haven't been yet by the grace of God. Like I haven't been yet. And I don't know of other YouTubers that have, maybe they've gotten demonetized, but that's mm -hmm. different. Demonetized and censored is different. So you go to Alan Parr's video and just search him up on talking about the LGBTQ thing. Look up Mike Winger. There's Christians all over, um, all over the internet talking about these things, mm -hmm. but I think it's how you talk about them. Right. And, and is yeah. your content being used to weaponize, uh, to, to hurt people, right? Like, ah, oh, like you, right? you know what I mean? So I don't know. I think, I think there's a way to do it intact. I'm hopeful. I I'm hopeful in a sense that I think as long as we, as Christians are known by the things we're for and we lead with the things we're for, and we don't water down or back down from the hard conversations. I, I think we're fine personally. I think we're fine for now. Um, if some of these, and by the way, I think California, I was trying to look this up, but I think California has been had a law where there's certain hate speech attached to speaking out against certain issues uh, like 15 years ago is because one of the most liberal states and we just don't acknowledge it. Right. Right. Jimmy, do you know about that law? Nah, nah. I, 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 I don't know. It was a while ago. It was a while ago. And a lot of Christians freaked out by it back then. And so in order for a law to make sense, it has to be enforceable. Right. So how are you going to enforce my ability to sh not share the gospel like and that's what i think people think we're gonna go into like dictator communist china uh, you know or, or north korea i, I don't I, I i don't foresee that happening is it possible mm. sure yeah. could i be eating my words sure yeah. i don't see that happen but i think it's with the caveat of um i think it's with the caveat of we have to go into culture society politics and be loving, kind, gentle, patient, right? And build bridges and, and, and build allies the same way the LGBTQ community does, the same way Black Lives Matter does. Right. Christians have to be intentional. If we do that, then even if someone who disagrees with us, but is in a position of power, right? Say there's a liberal Democrat senator and he wants to pass some weird law that makes it this and that. And then he thinks, no, but I know those guys from that's not Christian. And you know what? I don't agree with them about their religion, but this could drastically impact their freedom of speech and what they believe about God. And so, no, we're not going to pass this law. We need to change some of the wording. Right. That's right. what we that's actually what we want. We want to be in a position that way, not to be on some like, yeah, yeah, kind of kind of like the people that go to the parades with the. Uh, LGBT, that's sin. We're doing that on the internet now. It's like, right. oh, we have to talk about it. We have to, you know what I mean? And it's like... Yo, Ruzan, did you hear about uh, that, uh, what Mark Rubio is trying to push as far as like, uh, labeling people domestic terrorism and stripping them of their rights? I did not. The only thing I heard about Mark Rubio was the national anthem thing. Can you can you uh, like refresh me? What, what, what did he exactly do? Yeah, he's basically basically um what was it switch like he wants he to strip people of their guns, right? Or if yeah. those that are getting investigated as yeah. uh, as um during the terrorism as mm -hmm. Yeah, terrorism. just if you're investigated like you haven't been charged or anything. And that's going back to what happened at the Capitol. So basically right. anybody who went in there and has a gun license and is being investigated, he said they need to suspend suspend their gun rights, uh, gun rights until um, the investigation's over, pretty much. And, and he's a, he's a Republican from from Florida, which is, <laughs> right? 
Are we talking about Mark Cuban or Mark Rubio? Rubio, Rubio. 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 Yeah, my bad. I'm such a wrong thing. I was like, yeah. no. Alien basketball. Yeah. Yeah, Mark Cuban. Okay, I got super confused. Marco Rubio. Yeah, Marco Rubio. Aha. Okay. Yes. No, I'm not oh. familiar with it. Um, so he wants to suspend people's um rights if, if they are convicted or if they're even investigated. 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 Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I don't know how I feel about that. That's 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 oh. a tough one. I think well, uh Stephen had had touched on that. Stephen the Levite, like, I guess when when I guess some Republicans want to separate themselves so so far from like the MAGA stuff hmm. that they kind of go overboard. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, let's let's implement this to let them know that we're we're not we wasn't we wasn't with this whole situation that happened at Capitol Hill. So, yes. you know, maybe that could be a reason why he kind of. But that's a. Mm, yeah, I just pulled it up. It's, it says uh, he introduced a bill that could strip individuals merely suspected, not convicted of domestic terrorism of their Second Amendment rights. In a press release, Rubio says the bill would create a database of individuals who were the subject of a federal mm. terrorism investigation within the last year. When anyone on others tries to buy a firearm, their name would be flagged and federal government could delay the sale of up to 10 days for up to 10 days and file an emergency petition to prevent the sale. Ooh, I don't know how mm. I feel about that. That's the part where it gets fishy to file a petition to prevent yeah. the sale. The court would only have to find there was probable cause that the individual is engaged or has been engaged in conduct continuing a perpetuation of aid. Ooh, this is tough, but this, I would say, I would think this is no different than like uh, Islamic terrorism, right. right? Like there's probably some type of law on the books for that, but I think you got to have more than just like an allegation, right? Or right, right. Mm-hmm. The ten day thing, I think, is reasonable. That's a that's a that's a law in California. Like, like I would be okay if it was like, hey, if you're on this list and you were one of the people that stormed the Capitol, right? And then you want to buy a firearm, I wouldn't have a problem with saying, yeah, you got a ten day waiting period. Like, I think that's reasonable because we have that law in California, which is super annoying. Like when I went and bought guns, it was like, why? Wait, what? I, I got to wait ten days? That's silly, but. Right. I, I think that's better than like file a petition to prevent the sale. That's kind of yeah. I guess that's not a bit extreme, right? Because then you're like, all right, you, you can easily label and say someone's a domestic terror, right? Kind of like what they do with the Patriot Act, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Throw that around, and you get caught up in that, boy. Whew. Yeah, Mark Michael Michael said you stormed the Capitol. I say you never get a gun again. I would agree with that, Michael. I yeah. think I think I think that's a good point. I, I, what I'm saying is, what if you didn't storm the Capitol, mm-hmm. but somewhere, some point, you were on some message board or you were on Parlor, and then they right. decide that you are one of these folks in their database, and now you can't buy a firearm? I think that's kind of trash. Yeah. Or even if you're you, they see you in the video. Um, with somebody who actually did storm, but being the fact that you didn't go or whatever, but you were around right. them, you know, kind of like a guilty by association type of thing. Yeah, but but we, 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 we're talking like storming the Capitol. Like we're talking about, in essence, trespassing. Nah, I was way more than trespassing, uh, dog. <laughs> you see the latest uh, footage? Uh, the footage like, is they, not like they, they, they broke into a library. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, yeah. I mean, every everybody, everybody didn't, take something everybody didn't assault some people just walked in and were taking selfies and stuff like that you know what i mean that, that's what i'm yeah. saying it's like that's that's what i mean by trespassing you know um I mean, everybody wasn't beating up a cop or whatever or you know nah. or hunting down aoc you know none of that you know? looking at pelosi's emails 
Right. Yeah, I, I think they they're charging the people who committed violent crimes, yeah. and there right. and there's evidence of those people committing violent crimes. So I think those are the people who are because there was a thousand people who stormed the Capitol. As far as I know, there's only been like 200 of them charged. So mm -hmm. I don't think this is talking about. In my opinion, it doesn't sound like this is like the folks who drove in there on on their wheelchairs who didn't do anything <laughs> right. Like, I don't think this is talking about. Good. I think this is about folks who are wilding out and it was more than just trespassing i mean there's yeah, a lot of officers injured there's a, a handful of folks that died there was folks that died because of medical emergencies storming the capital right. uh this is, this is in, insane but it was more than i i think that it's it's a, i just wouldn't minimize it with that with that phrasing i think that phrasing is a little uh like little your man with the stuff. with the q shaman with the horns like that <laughs> Hey, he sw he flipped quick, yo. He ready to testify right. at the trial. Right. Uh, a lot of these folks are, are willing to testify. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, All they had yeah. to do was give him his organic food. He, he he's good. Now. That's what he asked for, right? He said, oh, <laughs> free, vegan." <laughs> he was like, "You got my kale." I'm telling everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Man, yeah. what do, boy? Now, now, Ruslan, you had you had gotten censored. Uh, well, not censored, but you got um, blocked. Right, you got, you got blocked from posting I, on your live. Right, I got suspended for covering the Capitol. And what I think happened oh. was I covered the Capitol, and then someone from the MAGA crowd, I think, uh, you. I think so. Fine. Yeah, and then I so they took the video down, and I filed an appeal. And if you lose an appeal. You, I, a community strike. I think it gets escalated. Uh, I think it gets escalated to a strike. So I think that's what happened oh. and triggered it. Um, so it's kind of, it's yeah, it's definitely trash. And I think it was unwarranted. I had been in contact with the people on YouTube. The tough part is you just don't know if it's a human watching this stuff or not. But I kept asking, like, what did I do? And they were right. like, scam, scamming voter fraud. And I was like, I don't believe that there was that. I don't promote that. Mm. I don't, I'm not on that. I did videos condemning that. And so uh, I think, and I think, cause I had that Trump clip of like, you're, you're very special people. You're very special. I think, right. I think that wow, is what did me in. Yeah. Impression, right. Now was that your first strike or was that like your second strike? Like that, So that, that was my first official strike. The only other thing I had was a warning. I was doing fan love Friday and I had a small clip of uh, the game on like the finals, the NBA finals was oh, on okay. my screen oh, yeah. and I was just like keeping an eye on the score, but Cop I, I, got a, I got a copyright uh, community thing for that. And then that was just a, that was just a warning, but I didn't fight it. Cause I was like, well, they were right. Like I did have the game up, you know what I mean? Even though right. it wasn't like, I wasn't like pirating the game because we were reviewing music and I had it up, but so I didn't fight that. I didn't try to appeal that. Um, this one I tried to appeal but it looks like it'll be lifted in April, April 14th. The strike should be lifted and I should be nice. Good. Yeah. Nice, nice. Michael says YouTube implemented thousands more humans watching and verifying after last year. I worked with Google indirectly up until last year and I can verify this. Hey, Michael, wow. maybe you can tap in with some of your folks at, at, at Google and uh, help <laughs> your boy out. Lift <laughs> that gag on that work, man. For real. <laughs> Yo, YouTube got, got secret shoppers. <laughs> <laughs> what they give you like three strikes and you're out or how many you, strikes first, first one is seven day suspension second one is a two-week suspension and i think the third all one right. is you're out but after 90 days it gets lifted and you're and it's all good oh, oh, so you're back in business you're back again
Oh, okay. That's crazy. Right. Yeah, you start over at the end of the 90 days. So for me. Oh, okay. So I should be I should be fine. So I'm just, you know, not trying to be too wild. <laughs> Come on our channel. Hey. There you go. We can talk about it over here. <laughs> you hit him with the shook night. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Um, so Russell, how'd you get how'd you get into YouTubing or YouTube being a YouTuber? Like YouTuber. what what got you started? What or what motivated you? Like, hey, I want to focus on he this. said YouTubing. Sound like he about to hit the water. <laughs> like, like <laughs> <laughs> I did not uh, I, I wasn't able to fully express myself just through music. Um, and I have a background in ministry and in teaching and in technology and music just, you know, it's very difficult to like make a song about a, my debt free journey. It's very difficult to make a song about like health and trans- physical. Like, D- so D1 did it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no comment. No. <laughs> and hey, so man, with got, that, I got him on the show. Yay. So, so with that, it did get him on the show. That's a fact. So with that, um, I did not want to uh, just do, you know, YouTube type content that I didn't want to do music content that couldn't touch on these things in a cool way. And so that's why I got into YouTube initially was just kind of as like an outlet. And it kind of evolved and, and evolved and evolved and evolved and evolved and then finally landed in this current format that I'm in where I live stream. And then I kind of mastered the YouTube editor. Uh, that happened after the lockdowns because I just kind of had extra time on my hands, you know, and I didn't want to like right. put out any music. And I was like, let me. I've had this idea of like reacting to current events and tying it into scripture and chopping them down, taking a long stream, chopping it down into shorter things and having dialogue. And then like, it just kind of worked out because people's setup got nicer. I mean, people's home setup got nicer and nicer. And then I was able to do more interviews and it just all like worked on top of each other. And then once the numbers really started snowballing, then I was like, okay, like, there's this is dope and it's fun and it doesn't require a ton of time and it allows me to build community and then like i could potentially take the revenue from it and put it back into other things Mm. um that i that i'm also passionate about and so it's been more of a year of like let me just focus on this because i've never just spent a year focusing on one thing i've always gone to school and worked a job and done music or worked a job and done music or done music and done youtube or done music and done a label and it's just it's too many it's always been too many things so i'm like you know what let me not try to force any music out let me not try to overdo it let me just focus on just youtube and that's kind of what i've been doing for a, a season i got music but i just not really that inspired to put it out and there's a i got a baby on the way so i'm really trying to do less thanks man yeah my wife is due uh, april 4th so baby number two yeah Yeah, coming up um and so yeah man so it's just it was it was kind of organic but then i feel like i tapped into this kind of new way of creating of going live chopping it down right inside of youtube not having to pass files back and forth not having to edit videos and it's been super dope. And I think That's it's a system we're going to help uh, other people, you know, scale their content. So it's not just something that I could benefit from. But I haven't seen anybody else do it the way I do it in terms of like one long stream and then chop it into five or six different individual clips and then set all those to upload and then drop, you know, three to seven videos a day. Um, I think yeah. that. I think that's something new and I'm like excited to share that with people. So me and Zach are working on like a course, like a freemium course for this whole system that we've developed. 
Nice. Yeah, yeah you, you took off too. Like, you, when when did you officially start doing the lives? When did I officially start doing the lives? Like on a regular basis, I think in like, I want to say in like May. Prior to that, May. I was doing more interviews. Yeah, yeah, May, and and I think one of the first videos that took off was the Bethel video. I did this video on like Bethel and the Wizard, and my man Steve Ross was like, you know. People say, uh, we, we say, nah, Bethel's not into wizardry. And then Bethel steps on stage with a Gandalf sword and does, in quotes, Lord of the Rings. And I was like, what? He's like, look it up. So I looked it up and I like instantly went and reacted to it. And it, it just like totally popped off. Cool. Oh, yeah. And so. Uh, how many how many subs were you at, at that time? Do you remember? Gosh, um, maybe Maybe 20K. Maybe 15k, something like that. Like I had already been doing stuff fairly yeah. regular, but it was yeah. about about 15k. Um, my mistake was that I didn't go multiple videos earlier. I could have done multiple videos earlier because I was doing interviews all the time and I was traveling and I'd pump out a bunch of interviews, chop them into shorter clips. And I could have went like I'd say 2019. I could have went to like, you know, three, four videos a day, and people were like that's too many videos. And it's like, no, that's actually the right amount of videos because you have something for everybody. And so I approached my YouTube more of like a network and less like a channel, meaning that yeah. there's gonna be different stuff I cover. There's gonna be like Bible studies, there's gonna be current events, there's gonna be, you know, interviews, there's gonna be a, a wide spectrum. And so people see the stuff they actually want to see. They'll see the stuff that they're into. So if you guys aren't into right. Um, politics, you're probably not going to see any of my political videos, right? But if you're right. into, I don't know, um, uh, uh, CHH or something, CHH, you're going to see every yeah. single of my videos with CHH. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun. Yeah. yeah, that's dope. Your, your, your subscribers went on a Tesla run and doubled, huh? More than that. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think we're about to crack 56,000 today. And so I'm growing by you got between, that, that stimmy growth the, between <laughs> three and four. 500 subscribers a day i think is what i'm nice. growing at right now wow nice. yeah so but it's all in finding your pocket like once you find your pocket and like what you want to talk about then you just got to make a ton of video and then you, once you make a ton of video and you find and, and again current events like popular things that are going on is the best thing to tie it into and there's a way to do it where i feel like it's tasteful meaning like right. Um, there's a way to do it where it's not gossipy and slanderous. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. like, there's a way to do it where, like, the video, this video sh could turn into four or five videos by you guys just going into the YouTube editor, grabbing right. the intro, trimming everything besides the intro, um, grabbing the outro, and then do part one of like Ruslan and that's not Christian, react to Lecrae, you know, white mm -hmm. supremacy statement. Boom, that's right. one video. Second video, third video, five, you know, and this could turn into right. six, seven videos, right. and you could just literally drop one video drops a week. And now there's at least one video coming out a week. It yeah. doesn't that doesn't require that much effort. We're literally talking like an extra 40 minutes of work. Right. Like yeah, super right. easy. Yeah. Super, I wrapped yeah. my interview with AI the anomaly. I left yep. the long stream up and then I got three other videos that I trimmed from the long stream. And so now I have a total of four videos with her. So I already have three videos that just need thumbnails wow. that I could drop tonight, that I could drop tomorrow, that I could drop a game right now for free, y'all. Make sure you you, you hit his Patreon. <laughs> yeah, make sure you hit his Patreon. <laughs> no, yeah, but I mean, we, def we definitely appreciate the, you, man, Ruslan, and, and, and what you're doing for the culture and um, being that you came from CHH and mm -hmm. you still are involved in CHH, but just you know, and I know, I know sometimes even us, we don't like to be labeled like the CHH podcast or the CHH YouTubers or whatever. 
But, you know, just being for around that culture and being around, you know, other believers, man, we appreciate everything you're doing, man. I think um, the dope part about what you guys are doing is you, you're curating and you're talking about related topics. But I feel like you guys can do some stuff that's a bit broader, like the conversation we had today. Mm -hmm. And that'll funnel people into the rest of your content, yeah. meaning that. So for me, it's less about like CHH, even though I still interview CHH artists and more about right. like my own music Patreon community. So people come in because there was some video they saw and then they'll show up on a Friday music review and then get exposed to like a dozen artists that never heard of. All these artists are under 5,000 followers and it's actually building multiple careers, right? Because right. now you're hitting somebody with content, but you're also giving them music to ride to, right? So you're giving right. them stuff to think about but now there's music to work out to music to write to that's that's actually powerful if you think about it like think about that from a cultural standpoint and the value of that like boom we're going to give you a podcast in long form we're going to give you short youtube videos and we're going to give you dope music that you should be up on you know right. what i mean i think uh, y'all yeah. got the same in right now because you guys are so immersed in the culture you guys are up on stuff i'm not like i'm like i'm on your channel y'all got dating on here you know what i'm saying um there's a lot of really really dope stuff i would just uh, I would just keep chopping down these videos. Like I see, I got a couple short videos with Dayton. Like that's fire. So I think, yeah, yeah. And, th and then the thumbnails, that's the, yo, that was the biggest thing that um, I did wrong, bro, was the thumbnails. Like the thumbnails, I didn't want to do thumbnails. People pull me to the side. I was at a conference, VidIQ was like, listen, bro, you just need to do your thumbnails. Sean Cano from Think Media, million yeah. uh -huh. subscribers, yeah. seven figures, yeah. bro. Just do thumbnails. Stop being crazy. <laughs> you know what's crazy? What's crazy is that um, so Mr. Beast, I'm, I'm not sure you're probably familiar with Mr. Beast, right? Of um, so he was on Clubhouse the uh, I think the night before, mm -hmm. and one of the 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 things that he said, and I and I wrote it down, it says that they make the thumbnail and they have the title before they even make the video. Absolutely. That's step like, one. Always, wild. always wild. step one is Get your thumbnail first. So I have my thumbnail set up now. This is some more free game. You, I know you guys are using StreamYard. I have my thumbnail. I have a template set up inside of OBS with different color schemes, um, different different uh, like old gradient overlays for where I'm going to place my font, sometimes next to my face, sometimes above me. And that's mm -hmm. step one. I sit down, make the thumbnail, make it interesting. There's a, there's a format for thumbnails. You always want to have eyes in your thumbnails. Always want to look right into the camera. And so I do right. thumbnail first and the, the, the word on the um, the words on the thumbnail should be no more than four words and they should be four different words than in the title. Right. Wow. So more than four words different in the title. And uh, and yeah, man. And so, yes, absolutely. Thumbnails always, always, always first. You guys are. On, uh, are you guys on? Uh, that's switched the conversation. But are y'all on Clubhouse a whole lot? Um, I mean, I've been dabbling with it only because um, a few like Sean, uh, he's been on some I, what do they call it, a panel or um, mm -hmm. I don't know, whatever they call it. Um, Elon, um, Mr. Beast, obviously. So I felt like these other uh, YouTube creators. Uh, what's this other guy? Uh, Daryl, Daryl Evans, mm -hmm. um, him as well. So, you know, I try to tune in and like listen to what they got to say. So do have you guys if has anybody looked into hooking up like a full on audio podcast? set up into clubhouse so interesting you say that because right. the 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 one that mr beast was on that i heard they uh, were doing a full-on podcast style everything that's and i was like wow we should be doing this like yeah. taking advantage of it so 
Um, yeah, I was just thinking about that because I'm like, if I'm gonna be on Clubhouse, I gotta do it different. It yeah, can't yeah, just be yeah. the same audio as everybody. Something gotta be remarkable and cut through. Um, yeah. So I was thinking about like, man, I gotta figure out if I could get my Rodecaster Pro to go into my phone to do Clubhouse. Yeah, that, yeah. that might just be that yeah. edge I'm looking for. They're saying that uh, isn't Facebook um, buying Clubhouse? Is, is that oh, a, they're not I buying? They're copying. You know how no, they're it copying? Is. Like oh, they do. Oh, yeah. they swaggerjacking again. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Twitter. Twitter came out with their version of a clubhouse. Um, it's it's beta for some people, so I don't know. Uh, maybe Rusan got it, but um, yeah. So they started with that too. So you know, it's always the wave when when it comes to something new and fresh. Everybody's going to the you know the platform start to to try to adopt it. Yeah. Dope, man. Yeah. Listen, guys, I I like your guys' stuff. Like your clips on Instagram, I think are fire. I think you guys got wow, a dope personality. Uh, like a, a, a wide spectrum of views. Um, I, th- I think you guys are positioned to to, to grow. And uh, I think you guys, much like me, are – I get the vibe that y'all are a little afraid to do some some things that you might perceive as cringy, but they're really <laughs> just best practices. Like they're just best practices for YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. I think if you guys just dive in feet first and just be like, forget it. And then the opportunity becomes – Every but once I get popping this channel popping, everybody could have their own spinoff channel, and everybody right. could have their own, you know what I mean. Like get this popping, and then there's all kinds of other opportunities for everybody to get popping. Um, because you guys, you guys got good personalities. You guys aren't sore on the eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, this is super dope. I love the streamyard thing. The uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm always impressed with people who use streamyard because I can't. I'm terrible at like bringing in comments. Like I can't bring a comment and then answer. I'm just so jealous when I see people do that. I'm like. <laughs> I don't yeah, do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're a one man show. Getting on that though, we uh we, we we try to tap in with OBS, but OBS is it's kind of difficult like to connect everything together. Um, Jimmy Jimmy's really responsible for that, but we've been, we've been trying to work on that. But then we saw Streamyard and we were like, "Yo, this is dope. <laughs> this saves us the time, the energy, and everything." <laughs> yes. Yeah. Even uh, OBS has their own melon, um, and uh, we tried it for a bit, and then. The, when we canceled it or whatever, the CEO actually emailed Jimmy to ask him like feedback on it. And we gave him some feedback. So they, the feedback that we gave, they said they're gonna start to implement. So we'll, hopefully we'll see, you know, what happens uh, with their software, which is which is cool. But an, another question I have for you, Ruslan, is I know probably a few years ago, uh, back in the YouTube vlogging days, you happened to go to VaynerMedia. Mm-hmm. So I want to know how was that? How was meeting D Rock? Um, did you get a chance to meet Gary? And because I mean, I know he has like a full on team that does everything back practically for him, you know. Mm-hmm. So how was that? What would you learn or would you would you would you understood, I guess, about um, the Internet world or and social media? I, I'd say the biggest takeaway, biggest practical takeaway. It still forms mm-hmm. my 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 hair. Still here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, 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 it formed a lot of my view and it, it, it formed and it conformed, confirmed my view, which is if you're good at what you do, the majority of these people don't care if you're a Christian or not. Meaning that Gary V, D-Rock have showed me a ton of love. They've consistently used my music in their in their vlogs. One of Gary's uh, biggest vlogs with Nipsey Hussle features yeah. one of my songs. Right. Yeah. And so. Uh, cause sometimes we as Christians could just kind of get weird and like have this like persecution mentality and be like, out to get us, man. it's like, <laughs> yo, if you're cool and you're down to earth and like, 
you make fire music like folks were. And, and it was weird because I remember D-Rock put the most Christian part of the song in this, like the like the most like Jesus heavy bar, like yeah, yeah. in the song. Yeah. I was like, what? Like, this is weird. He didn't put the part where I shout out Gary V. He put the part where I talk about Jesus, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. And so uh, showing me that, like experiencing that was just like, yo, it's not, don't stop viewing your faith as like this hindrance. Stop viewing your faith as this, this like roadblock for, to you building relationships. Right. Um, and so, so there's that, uh, there's that the, the Vanner media experience is super dope. I mean, D-Rock is super dope. D-Rock grew up Christian. So that, I think, I think there's some favor there. Oh, wow, um, and okay. I still stay in touch with him. And, you know, whenever I'm in New York, I tap in and sometimes we hang out. Sometimes we don't. Um, I met Gary at, uh, a shoe launch. He did a shoe launch in LA. And so, um, oh, so we Swiss? met, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For case was, yeah. So we met briefly talked. Um, he, he follows me on Instagram, which is super dope. Um, he's, uh, he like, knows, he, so like, he like knows who I am and he always like, if I'm ever in a, ch- if you guys ever see live and I'm in the same chat, like he'll always shout me out. The one kicker with it is that he always mispronounces my name. That's the uh-huh. one thing. He'd be like, Ruslan kid, what's <laughs> up, Ruslan kid, bro? We gotta hang out, man. I'm like, it's Ruslan, man. It's Ruslan, you know. <laughs> he's brought me into his lives before, and he, and I'm just kind of like, oh man, like this is such a bummer. So the cool part with Gary is he knows exactly who I am. He follows me. Uh, you know, he's super cool. The bummer part is he uh. He Jacks just up your name. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I actually have the drop. Like I literally have that drop. You know, people mispronouncing my name. Here's one of my like, you know, virtual mentors, virtual virtual heroes who I'm like, yeah. And he's just like, Ruslan kid, what's up, Ruslan kid? I'm gonna bring you in a live stream. I'm coming to L. I'm like, oh my gosh. But yeah, so he's um he's super cool, man. And so that's the thing that I think again, big big idea is it's not about. It's not about um, it's not about your faith being dangerous. And then I would also say the last thing is like he talks about like finding your sweet spot a lot. And I didn't quite understood what that meant until I hit my sweet spot. And I'm finally in my sweet spot and I'm getting better and better and I'm building more and more momentum and everything is growing. So many folks don't quite understand what that means. And I think that's the part that we need to like really think through like what is that when it when how can we navigate people into that space where the content just becomes easy to make and 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 now i get what he means by um i didn't make a piece of content until it was in my 30s right Mm -hmm. and if you're in your 20s you probably just need to go grind and just not say anything he's like i I literally had nothing to say to the world until i went and built my father's wine business from 3 million to 60 million or whatever that number was so my approach with that is like, you got a lot of kids that want to be famous. You got a lot of kids that, yeah, but, but YouTube actually may not even be the platform for them because mm-hmm. as the internet is changing, YouTube is kind of aging. They're like my, my old, more of my older audience is on YouTube. So you may not even want to make YouTube content until you've gone through life and done some things and accomplished some things and had mm-hmm. some heartache and you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then you start getting into creating content, which in my opinion, gives an advantage for guys in their thirties and older. I don't know all you guys' age, you know what I mean? But I'm 36. I'll be 37 at the end of the year on New Year's Eve. I think that's dope. And I didn't get that until it started to click until I just kept trying and trying and trying. And I'm people look at me and are like, yo, Ruslan, like your channel is exploding. It's like, y'all don't know that I'm on my <laughs> yeah, overnight on my, success, right? 
964th upload. I'm on my yeah. 964th upload. It's been like five years, right? Something yes. Like that. So I'm about to crack a thousand uploads on video. You wow. know what? That, that actually that's kind of leads into what this person asked. They said, what do you hope your efforts will turn into 30 years from now? Or are you just moving as you're led? I, mainly like moving as I'm led. You know what I mean? Like, Oh no. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I don't have this like uh, 30 year plan or this 10 year plan. I have some specific goals I'd like to accomplish, which is ultimately what I want to do is like mitigate my expenses to nothing. Meaning like I don't have any bills. I don't have a mortgage. I don't have rent. I don't have, you know what I mean? I got solar panels and I could just have like a burn rate of nothing. Yeah. Um, that is what, what I would like to do from a financial standpoint in the future. And, and I think YouTube is going to help me get there. And then That's from cool. there, it's going to be more like, cool, can I, can I plant churches? Can I put money behind churches? Like one of my favorite creators, Trey Van Camp, has a church in Phoenix. And then I found out that like his, like his budget is 110000 a year for the entire church, right? Mm -hmm. And then I know someone else who's a creator and he's able to use his money as a creator to fund off another friend of mine church. And like, he gives that much to that church. Like imagine wow. giving wow. that yeah. amount annually to a church, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like how yeah. freaking amazing. So how amazing would it be if that once, once I'm in a spot, not once I'm in a spot, I, I, I give now, but especially to churches, but being in a spot where you can like, yo, you can fund the whole church. Yeah, like I got y'all. Six, you need two fifty a year. I got you. Like that yeah. gets you and your, your 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 pastor paid and your building paid. I got it covered. Like that would be incredible, right? And and I think Amazing. that that would be like my ultimate like move or my exit strategy because I'm really not. I, despite what people think, like I'm really not trying to build a cult of personality. Like I'm not trying to be Christian Gary Vaynerchuk. Like that is not the objective. Like I want people mm -hmm. in local churches. I want people to encounter Jesus. I want people to listen to my content and go do the same with their lives. Wow. Thanks. Praise God. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. So uh, thank you, Ruslan, for uh, coming on the show. For where the can game. people find you if they don't know uh, already, <laughs> but where can they find you? What you got coming up? They know. Give them all the beats. Thank you guys, man. This is dope. And I'm hoping to, to come back on here again. Um, Ruslan KD on everything. You could uh, follow me there if you want to. Before you leave a nasty comment, try sending me a direct message on Instagram. You will be <laughs> shocked that I actually reply to those. Uh, but yeah, Ruslan KD on everything. Um, RuslanKD.com. I got a Patreon community where we do Zoom calls and all that kind of stuff. So um, very easy to find. Just Google me. Thank you everybody for watching and uh, listening to this episode. Shout out to uh, God's Music Radio. We are streaming live on the radio. So if you're listening right now, thank you so much. Uh, don't forget to get your merch. Shop that. That's not Christian.com. Use promo code TNC uh, to get 10% off your order. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks again. Peace. Peace. Peace.